Welcome to the Good Friends Podcast, Episode 2. Tonight is October 16th, 2014. I'm Jack Dale. I'm sitting here with my good friend, Rod Bastenmare. Hi! Rod, I'm, what's up, man? Not much, but you're literally lying, because we're shaking things up. We're not even in the same room. <laughs> Should we tell right. the truth? Should we yes. tell the truth? I am visiting my girlfriend in Canada. You're lying, and um, you need to tell them where you really are. Jack is filming a cameo in the exotic Marigold Hotel, too, in Toronto. You're in Canada. Well, I mean, I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna let anybody know, but <laughs> like this, the surprise cameo by Jack Dale. I really was. I was like a birthday gift for my mother, and. <laughs> so. Wait, that would be the best gift for you yeah, to just give her. Now that this is on Facebook, I, I'm sure that. My mother has access to this. So. The minute I saw a bus ticket to Canada, I didn't even need to think about it. I knew you were filming a scene in the best exotic Marigold Hotel, too. Like, yeah. my detective synapses just clicked in place. Um, so we're Skyping right now, and guess where I am? I'll give you one hint. I'm in your room. Or, yeah, okay, wait, I just spoiled it. <laughs> I'll give you one hint. I'm in your room. Okay, Okay. so yeah, I'm in your oh, room, but okay, guess, guess yeah, where? I think you're probably in my room, by the sound of it. Okay, let's get a little more specific. Like, easy answer, obviously, but where in your room? I think you're probably sitting on the only thing that you can sit <laughs> on in my bed, which is my bed. Yep, you guessed it. I'm literally so. sprawled out on your bed and loving it. Alright. So. Uh, well... <laughs> That's, uh, that's unfortunate, but life goes on. <laughs> you know that every time you're out of town, I love sitting on your bed. Doesn't, doesn't Ned, our third roommate, doesn't he have a, like, a, a guest coming over who's sleeping on the bed? Why isn't that person on the bed? He does have a guest who is sleeping on the bed. He's not currently on the bed, um, <laughs> because I'm on the bed, and I'm loving it. Alright. I told Ned as long as he changed the sheets. That's pretty fair, and also a really nice way to get someone to clean your sheets, to be honest. I was like, Ned, if you ever want to bring a lady home, and I'm not there, just clean the sheets, bro. Ooh, that's really unnecessary. Why can't that go down in his own room? Because Ned, have you been inside of Ned's room? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I guess that's true. There'd be like a, hey, can you wait here? And like 45 minutes later, like 10 Swiffer like trips back and forth to the bathroom. It's like, hey, want to come right. back in here? Yeah, right. fair enough. Well, he's in for a vicious surprise when he brings someone and it's me sprawled on this bed. That image really invokes kind of disgusting uh, thought into my head, which brings us to our first topic. That was the rudest segue you could have ever come up with. <laughs> I, this is an unavoidable thing that I feel like we should talk about. Just, you know, I think we're all a little bit freaked out about it. Mm -hmm. The whole Ebola thing, man. Um, yeah, Ebola has... Gone from international threat to domestic threat in the blank of an eye. Um, and I'm literally so scared. And I blame the stupidity of Americans because literally somebody was, like, on a plane and, like, vomited. And, like, then someone else, like, went to school and vomited. Like, everyone's just, like, actively being stupid about it. I'm just, I'm, I don't even know. I don't even know what to do. I don't even know. Is it something, like, should I wash my hands more? Should Here's the I, thing. Like, start the thing is, Where, you're going to get it, no matter what. So, like, there's no surprise element. You're getting so, it. So you're saying I should just face that fact? It's a, really, a, it's a numbers game. It's a matter of time. So, what's that one Queen Latifah movie where she, like, <laughs> learns how many days left on Earth she has before she dies? Oh my god, wait, I don't know. I've never heard of that movie. What's it called? 
between the two McGancer movie last holiday. Was that your Google search? Yeah. <laughs> Please? Yeah, it actually came up with something. Please screenshot your Google bar and put that on the Tumblr. <laughs> this is almost as good as Angela Jolie boob from last week. Like, I want to kill myself. All right. Uh, Angelina Jolie boob. That's true. We didn't do that, did we? We did. All right, screenshot. Oh, my God. The sound effect. Hi. Uh, um, Wait, what's it called? This movie? It's called Last Holiday. The Last Holiday? Wow. Yeah, Last Holiday. Wow. Latifah and LL Cool J as a love interest. I digress. <laughs> what if there was a movie about a guy who learns he has Ebola or is going to die Ebola? Yeah, I'm nervous. I don't know what to think. Like... It's one of those things where I feel like people make me feel bad when I panic about these things because it's like, come on, like, you're just, like, being a sucker to the media. But it doesn't it feel like two weeks ago, like, suddenly we were, like, or, like, just three weeks ago, like, it was happening somewhere else, and then literally it's already on the American shore. Like, I don't get how it happened so fast. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of just uh, how things go nowadays. Everyone's, you know, flying instead of using boats to get over the, the ocean. That is so intense. Yeah, th- you know, the only thing that spreads faster than a disease is panic. To steal a line from my own one-man show, Ebola, a one-man show. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we have something to look forward to after this is all said and done. I know. What if it turned out that I was actually spreading Ebola because I needed content for my one-man show? <laughs> yeah. You needed some super viral, pun intended, Ooh. marketing. Yeah, like me misunderstanding what viral marketing means and giving the earth Ebola just for a one-man show. Like, why? I'm pissed off. But yeah, I don't even know what Ebola does. I just know it makes you throw up a lot. And the way I know that is because everybody keeps throwing up and then everyone suddenly has Ebola. Uh, Detective alert. Terrible. I'm stressed out. I'm really not looking forward to finding out. You're finding out for sure. Yeah. Like, you'll definitely have it. If I get it, then you're definitely going to get it. Oh, my God, yeah. The amount of time I literally, like, sit on your bed sheets when you're not I here, I probably have out it. out of my way to vomit around you. <laughs> Truly good friends. Do it. <laughs> I'm really into our third episode being the Ebola episode. We were just heaving for about 40 minutes. It just kind of sounds like two zombies are, like, <laughs> making out or something. Yeah, that's the thing. Anything about... Oh, my God, wait. I'm turned on. Um, I, that's the thing about diseases. Like, it just feels like it's just one step to zombiedom. Like, Contagion yeah. just felt like a prequel to a zombie movie, even though it's like has nothing to do with zombies. Especially when you're seeing everyone, you know, dressed in hazmat suits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, literally. It's so freaky. It's true. Like, did we have to design these suits to be so alien-looking? Like, is there any way we can make them fashionable? Terrible. Should I pitch, like, a high-waisted, form-fitted hazmat suit? Form-fitting hazmat suit. I think that's definitely, that's definitely not a waste of time, and you definitely should do it. <laughs> I feel like it would actually go over better than people think. I think it would. Like, cuff around the ankles, but then, like, a little space so you could show off socks. Yeah, right. Oh, right. Because you need, yes, your sock attire is really, uh... <laughs> on fleek. Important. <laughs> needs to be on fleek. <laughs> I was about to post that video on, our, on, our, on the Tumblr page. Peaches Monroe? Yeah. Oh my god, I don't even know how to post vines on anything because I don't even get how to look for them on the internet. You can't search for a vine, you have to like scroll through all of them. That is so crazy. These teens post like a million vines a day, I don't have the time to go through six months of vines. It's literally so true. We'll figure it out because I do want that on there. But I have a question for you, sort of Ebola related, but mostly zombie related. Yeah. What scares you more? Zombies that are, like, the living dead or zombies that are, like, just normal people infected with, like, a crazy mind-altering virus? I honestly think the dead would freak the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that the living dead 
would be so scary because you would be seeing like you know rotting flesh and you know people that you were like oh this person's finally you know gone you know like hitler would be coming out of the ground uh, but just like i cannot believe that, that even in a zombie setting hitler is still the scariest thing that we're talking about you know like kim jong il would like climb out of his grave oh. With his stupid haircut, like, still. Yeah, with, with his idiotic haircut. Like, <laughs> we'd have to, like, deal with him again in zombie form. It's true. It's, like, the worst version of all these bad people. Like, yeah. you're getting them at their absolute worst. Just, it's true. And I also feel like that split is, like, the difference between, like, the running zombie and the walking zombie. I feel like walking zombies are living dead and running ones are, like, infected. Yeah, the infected ones, actually, are... The, whichever one's more violent. I take that back. Whichever one's more violent mm, and scary. Totally. Whichever so, one, yeah, is going to kill you, like, more brutally. Yeah, yeah Kim Jong-il zombie would be the dumbest looking thing. Can you imagine like a slow moving tubby Kim Jong-il? I would literally <laughs> run him over and would love it. Yeah, that would be pretty good. What would we do in a zombie attack? Like you and I specifically, like how would we even begin to survive it? I don't know. I mean, I honestly don't have any clue. Okay, you're do, literally going to be the first to go if you haven't thought about it at all. Who would be the first to go? You would. You haven't even put any thought into how you're going to survive it. You? Is this something people think about? I think about it. I don't think about it. Um, what I would do is just go for the most violent object I could find in a room. Mm. I don't know. A knife. Me and a knife. That's really, I mean, I don't have any other weapons, man. I'm a peaceful dude. Wow. I try to reason with the zombies. Um, that's really sweet, but guess what I'm going to do while you're reasoning with them? I'm cutting what? open your stomach and hiding in your body. So they walk by me thinking you're already dead, but I'm just living inside of your skin. Right, okay. Well, you're pulling that play from uh, episode two. Of? Or not episode two, episode five, with the Luke Skywalker cutting up in the Tauntaun. Oh, wow, that recall. What is a Tauntaun? The, uh, the, 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 like, the beast that, like, Luke Skywalker, like, cuts open. Oh, my God, like, I literally... He's on Hoth. Hoth. Wow. And, uh... Yeah, he saves his life. Wait, I'm impressed by your Star Wars knowledge. You know, I've seen them each, like, one time, except for Episode 2, which I've seen six times. Why did you see Episode 2 six times? Literally because everybody kept going, and back in middle school, like, if somebody invited me to a movie, I would, like, go to the movie. So, like, everybody was seeing Episode 2. Episode 1 is terrible. It's true. That one's literally about trade embargoes. Like, why is this movie going on so long and talking about trade? We've had this discussion before in real life, but it's just kind of aimless and there's no main character and you're just kind of like yeah and there's a plethora of ponytails which is my idea of a bad time so could do without speaking of uh speaking of film Mm -hmm. i uh understand the uh dc and marvel universe each kind of uh came out with five-year plans for what uh future projects oh my god yeah they did did you actually look it up like did you have happen uh, to take a look? i got two of the pages i got a couple stories open right now i see some ones that i kind of remember like reading about like the batman versus superman uh and uh you know you kind of figure there's gonna be like more avengers movies and whatnot but then there's other ones that kind of surprise me yeah, there's literally 700 between now and, like, 2020. Yeah, yeah. But it's crazy. I mean, there's some of these some of these things, like, I, I mean, I didn't have any idea they were coming out of the Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What about a Shazam movie? Like- yeah, Shazam? Hello? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Cyborg? <laughs> I'm, like, actually... 
actually pissed off. Okay, so which ones are going to be good and which ones are going to be bad? Okay, I don't know. I'm getting really bad vibes from this whole DC plan, to be honest. Even though I'm like, you know this, you know I'm a Batman fanatic. Um, but I just feel like DC's trying to do exactly what Marvel's doing, but they have none of the patience. They have, like, none of the sort of, like, long game that Marvel has been playing since, like, I don't even know, since, like, 2008. Yeah. Plus, half these movies are directed by Zack Snyder, and he really knows how to go over the top. Yeah, I don't even understand what he's doing. Like, so pissed off. I don't know. Maybe he just really likes directing uh, super, or, like, comic book movies. Because he did 300, and then after that, he did, like... Watchmen. It also pisses me off, because I, like, hate when these studios, like, just wait to see if... Like, like another studio takes a risk, and then the other studio just sort of, like, linger in the corner and, like, wait to see if it pays off. And if it does, they just, like, do the same thing. I, like, get so annoyed. I agree, man. That's no fun. It's no fun. I feel like so much of, like, these, like, random fringe characters is only happening because... Guardians of the Galaxy did, like, so well this summer, and that's, like, a property no one knows, and people still went and saw it. So they're just, yeah. like, anything that exists, like, do it. Like, are we gonna get a... I don't even know. I'm just, like, stressed out. These movies It's are funny, like, you look at the DC planets, like, all, like, laid out, and, like, Zack Snyder's name is attached to, like, half of the... Pro like, the half the titles of the movies, and then you look at the Marvel plan, and it's, like, Age of Ultron. Right. Uh, this upcoming year, 2015. And then after that is Captain America 3, which is, like... One and two, one came out, and then, like, two years later, two came out. Right. So this is, like, very timely and, you know, kind of you expect it to come out. And totally. then in 2017, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was going to come out three years after the first one came out. Right. And then in 2018 and 2019, they say they're going to come out with films, but they're untitled. So they're not, like, kind of buying all in on Zack Snyder and his kooky plan. They're kind totally. of, like, being patient. Patience. And, and what, you know, the audience likes in world building and kind of you know the myth behind all that crap and 100 literally all that crap 100 percent though it's all about timing and like literally taking your time and marvel is just like just so much cleaner about it like treating these movies as phases like literally calling them like phase one and like bookending them with these avengers movies like they're treating them like like they're part of the comic canon they're you know they're like giving yeah, right. them time and like giving them closure and like giving them space to transition into each other like it literally like the dc movies feel like a fresh choice buffet like i want to vomit i don't even know what's going on but I did hear, or, like, I think it's an internet rumor, but, like, apparently the Civil War, the famous, like, Civil War uh -huh. storyline is, like, gonna be the majority of, like, this third Avengers movie, which is so dope, and I can't believe it's happening. Which one's the Civil War, uh, that, that involves characters within Marvel, or DC? Yeah, that's Marvel? a Marvel story. I, like, I don't know too well, I love comics, but I would never call myself, like, a super fan, because that is such a, like dense canon to work your way through it's yeah, like such right, a title right. you literally earn but like if i remember correctly it's like it's like a storyline in the comics from like 2007 or so or like when we were in like late high school and it yeah. basically is like the like congress puts forth this like initiative to make superheroes have to like register their identities like a registration act of some sort yeah, yeah. and it like causes literally a civil war and like on one side is like is Iron Man who's pro-registration, and a lot of the superheroes are pro-registering themselves because they're essentially weapons, right? I think it's, like, right. meant to be read as, like, an allegory during wartime of, like... Uh, um, right. Yeah, just, like, you know, you would register a gun. These superheroes are, like, walking weapons. They have to register themselves. And then on the other side, I think, is, like, Captain America, who is, like, a little more, I guess, at this point, like, questioning, like, the government and is anti-registration. Uh, uh, and it creates a civil war. I don't know. I mean, good job for Captain to uh, question authority. Yeah, I'm proud of him, because he is such a Boy Scout, and I just feel like, I don't know, he's he's impressing me, like, 
I'm just proud of him. Like, you know, I looked at him and I was like, you have room to grow and he's doing it. I don't know. At the end of the day, I guess, in a way, we're all Captain America. I don't know. I guess you could say, I love him. Hey, wait up. <laughs> hey, wait up. I just can't believe we live in a time where this level of geek product is this, like, enviable to studios. Very true. Guardians of the Galaxy is a very nerdy story. I'd never even heard of it. I literally didn't even want to see it until you told me it looked really good. Really? you never heard of it? Huh? I'd never heard of it. I literally had never heard of it once. Because you liked all the Marvel movies, so I was kind of surprised that you'd never heard of it. Yeah, I do like the Marvel movies. I just like how their tone is, like, lighter, while every other superhero is, like, so gritty, even though the Batman movies are, like, so perfect. I love them so much. Um, yep. But yeah, I'd never heard of it. Had you read it? Like, were you about that world? Uh, no, I wasn't. No, I definitely had not read it. But I had, um, I don't know, I, I remember seeing, like, a like a teaser trailer when it had first been announced, and it kind of, I mean, it was only, like, 30 seconds long, but it was still kind of funny and entertaining. And I, I like Chris Pratt, and uh, I think Bradley Cooper is pretty funny, and he was one of the voices, so. I didn't even know he was a voice. Whose voice was he? He's Rocket. What? The raccoon? Yeah, Bradley Cooper is Rocket the Raccoon. Oh my god, I'm going to throw myself out a window. Wait, I had, n- I had no idea. Did you know that during? Yeah. I'm going to kill myself. You didn't even tell me. It said it on the screen. Um, that's an outrageous expectation. What about Zoe Saldana literally not being allowed to be in a movie unless she's a crazy color? Yeah, I know. She was, because she was, she was the Avatar girl, and then she was also the girl in, wasn't she in Star Trek? Yeah, she is. She's in all these nerdy sci-fi movies. I know. The, the nerds must really like have a have a boner for her or something. Ooh. There had to be a better way to phrase that. Really, <laughs> like, there just had to be. But yeah, you're probably right. I feel like there's always like a battle for this like one non-nerd queen of the nerds. Like always, it was like Olivia Munn for a while. Right now, I guess yeah. it's Zoe Saldana. Yeah. I just don't get what's going on. Soon it's gonna one day it's gonna be you in a wig. You know what's funny is that, like, Olivia Munn was queen of the nerds, and then now she's, like, dating a star quarterback in the NFL. Oh, my God. Is she? Yeah. One of my favorite things ever is when you tell me, like, you contextualize sports things via the famous people that the athletes are dating. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, knowing right. that that's the common language. But it's funny because you used to, I mean, like, Lamar Odom, you knew you knew at one time who Lamar Odom was. Yeah, you bet your sweet ass. I, I also knew who Tony Parker was because he was married to Eva Longoria. Yeah. It helps. It's, like, literally my access point. What about Reggie Bush? You remember him? Um, yeah, I remember Reggie Bush. He was literally the love of Kim Kardashian's life. And still what? is, if you ask the fans. Still is. I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> not gonna get into it. He's no. never got over Reggie Bush. I just feel like that was the man who understood Kim the best. It was after the sex tape leak. He was uh, just there at the right times. Right, right, right. That was back before it was terrible to, to look at leaks. Bygone era. It was literally back when um, you were not persecuted for looking at the nude leaks. Yeah. Different time. Different time. And also different person. Because you know, even if no one's saying it, it just depends whose photo is leaking. <laughs> it's a really vicious double standard. But we don't need to get into it until the next Flapgate. Maybe we'll have another... Maybe we'll have an episode being recorded when there's a leak. Because doesn't it feel yeah. like there's more and it's just going to happen again? I don't know. I have no idea. The real question is, when are my nudes going to be leaked? We should all just feel bad whenever we see any nude leaks. Right. Yeah, either feel bad all the time or don't feel bad at all. Yeah, right. Like, let's not pick and choose. Right. No picking and choosing. Yeah, like, for instance, when I taped my nude photos into your closet 
and screamed at you for leaking them, and you it's asked me to really get out. It's never really a leak if you go out of your way to do something. That's what you told me, and now I know. I Learning uh, curve. folded each one of those into a paper airplane, and, and I dumped them out of a bucket in, onto 7th Avenue. <laughs> so. Old women coming out of, like, a Burberry and being hit in the eye with a paper airplane of me naked yeah. in, on your bed. Like, nightmare. So. New York's newest terrorist attack. Oops. Oh my god, what was I watching the other day where it was like so... Oh, hi, I was literally watching Final Destination yesterday um, for like the first time in forever. And the entire like storyline of this like white kid screaming that this plane was going to blow up and him not getting in any trouble was very white privilege and nobody has said anything about it. Which one? Number one? Two? Number one, like the classic directed by James Woon or something. And it's like, the original one is like a plane crash. He like foresees a plane crash and like gets off and like a bunch of people get off. And then it blows up and no one even like freaks out really that he knew truth. Oh my god, oh really? Yeah, hi, literally if I had like a premonition and told everyone and then the plane blew up, I'd be in Guantanamo if I could save another person. You bet. Yeah, you probably would be. Yeah, you yeah. bet I would. Yeah. I'd be having visions like for the 45 hour like bus ride there and no one would be listening to me. I'd be hit Maybe at the end of a rifle. Doubtful. Well, Zero Dark Flirty Final Destination remake starring me. They'd look into your like browser history and they'd see like, you know. <laughs> they'd see my Google searches just final plus destination. <laughs> they'd yeah, be Google like. Searches are just gonna, like a dead giveaway for like, oh, this is some har harmless, like, <laughs> harmless, like. <laughs> <laughs> weird man in New York City. Like, he really has searched Kardashian net worth a little too much to be on the no-fly list. Like, let's yeah, just let exactly. him go. So, this guy's, yeah, right. Maybe he's just had a premonition. Yeah, until one person is like, wait, isn't that the person whose nude leaks were hitting old women in the eye on Fifth Avenue as paper right. airplanes? And then back I go. Right. mo. Ooh, ooh. So, uh, I actually have to admit to something, Rod. I Wait. We were, we were watching Fargo, but um, I, I watched it with Pam. Um, woo, a good friend's podcast exclusive. News breaking <laughs> on air. So, <sighs> Mama Mia. Great. What a great series. Wait, you finished it? Yeah. I'm about to throw myself out of your window. Because I'm in your episode every two weeks. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, hello. Like, we could have watched more. You have to, you have to make the initiative. I can't yeah. believe this. But anyway, so we. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Did you love it? Just one say of those it. Things where once you start, you can't stop, man. Mm, I don't know about we that. We watched up to episode like four or something, right? Right. But then, like, after one of the episodes, it just kind of like grabs you. Wait, really? Yeah. So something specific happened? Because I guess we weren't hooked enough. Yeah, I wasn't really hooked at the beginning. It took a while. But then you just kind of like, I don't know, kind of your... Yeah, like, do tell. View, your view and perspective of the whole, like, series kind of shifts, and it's really interesting. Mm, interesting. Sort of like your view and perspective of commitments. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Good so, to know. Right. If, if you hear a weird flickering sound, that's me setting your room on fire. Don't well, get too worried. Wait, I'm pissed off, but I'll watch it so we can at least watch season two. Is it really, yeah. really good? Uh, I really enjoyed it, and I thought that Martin Freeman does a really great job playing some, like, yokel from Minnesota. Pissed off. Who, who uh, yeah, gets into some colorful situations, and then Billy Bob Thornton is just, like, such a creepy, smart, kind of psycho 
you don't even you're just like is this guy like the devil incarnate or something <laughs> like no honestly it's so creepy wait he gets worse he, I mean, he's just a he's just a psycho. I'm he horrified. Really get worse. He's terrible the whole time. It's true. Know? It's true. In those four episodes, I was already scared. But I feel yeah. like you're supposed to like him, which I hate when shows do that. Oh right, you're supposed to kind of like him a little bit. In some weird way, I like antiheroes, but I don't like these like genuinely bad people that are portrayed as cool. So you like them. Those characters always annoy me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of. But when I watch it, I kind of get the more like like almost scared, like creepy vibe, like you get from. Anton Chigurh character from No Country for Old Men. Ooh, good name recall. Yeah, like a nervous laugh as opposed to a chuckle of admiration. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. That's sort of how I feel when you walk in the house. Like, a, <laughs> oh my fucking god. <laughs> Every single time, you bet. Did Pam like it? Uh, yeah, she really liked it. Mm, okay, well. So, that's yes. great. What if um, when season two airs, Pam and I Skype watch the whole thing without you? Uh, that's real bet. revenge. You can do that. It's a free country, man. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll find something that hurts more. So let's uh, let's shift gears here a little bit, okay? <laughs> That's the card. No feature. Good friend of the week is a good friends podcast exclusive <laughs> feature, which is every week Jack and I will pick a good friend, a good friend of the podcast that has emerged. Some of them will be listeners and longtime friends and family and others will be people that we don't know for instance my good friend of the week is literally that kid that was dancing in that newscast (laughs) who i am obsessed with and who 80 people have tagged me in videos of or sent me telling me that he's either my spawn or me having time traveled yeah yeah or it's like the weird kind of like uh infused twin that got chopped off your body when you were a baby. (laughs) That is a new theory, and I'm feeling that one a little more, to be honest. Yeah, it's kind of like taking a while for him to grow, but (laughs) that kid kid was, was, uh, we're going to have to post this on our Tumblr, but that kid was really going crazy. He was going crazy, and the way I know that he's my spawn is the second I saw him doing his thing, I knew that he was doing the choreography from Lady Gaga's applause video, and it was confirmed that he was. Is that actually the thing that he's dancing? Yeah. He's doing literally the choreography. Wow. Are you obsessed? Also, just the, the, the gall he has to stare deadpan right into the camera. Oh my god, totally. Completely. Like, the intimacy established is insane. Like, I didn't know what to do with myself. Wow. He's so, so good. He like literally just like took his moment by the horns and yeah. just did him. You have to respect that hustle. What do you think, what do you think is next for this, for this little kid? Um, oh my god, that is a good question. Um, I heard that he has a cameo in the um, um, Exotic Marigold Hotel 2. <laughs> so I think that's next. And that, that's probably it. He'll probably plateau after that. No, I don't know. He's probably like, he probably has like a million Twitter followers now. Yeah. Um, he's probably, his vine's probably blowing. He's probably just like going to be one of those like Chris Crocker like things for a minute. <laughs> how, uh, how old is this kid, do you know? Um, I don't know, but how old do you think he looked? I feel like he looks like, like, 14. He looks, like, super young. He looked pretty young. Like, really? he could be, like, a 12-year-old kid. Oh, even younger? Yeah, 12? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. You might be right. I can't tell from that video because I'm too busy staring into his eyes. Like, talk about the devil incarnate. He has me where he wants me. 
he does kind of command the room. He really commands the room, and the look he gives that girl who tries to take his moment, I was like, do <laughs> you? I was obsessed. I literally want to track him down. I don't know anything about him. I don't know where he lives. I don't even know what, like, that news thing was. Like, what were they there for? Like, what was he dancing at? You know, I have no questions. idea. So many questions. So much unanswered, so much to know, and so much that I will definitely forget to research. It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. But yeah, so he, good friend of the week, that kid. That kid. <laughs> that kid. Oh. We'll post the video on Tumblr and title him Good Friend of the Week. Good job. Good job, that kid. Yeah, good, good job, kid. Uh, I'm going to extend my Good Friend of the Week out to someone you and I both know. <gasps> that's uh, that's Ned. <gasps> Ned, uh, he's probably having a, a rough couple past couple days because his, his favorite baseball team was just eliminated from contention so they're done for the oh, year right? is that true the orioles yeah. they're not gonna play anymore so ned's probably all sad oh man so is that why there was a razor in our bathroom and just a lot of blood because <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> i was like ned that's not how you shave you're crazy um i have no idea wait what does that mean so they're just gone like that's over their season is done that's devastating are the a's still in contention or no, whatever no, the a's are, no. what about the giants the Giants are! Wait! Yes. That is very exciting for our listeners, meaning our friends who already know this. No um, Jack and I are both from the Bay Area, though we currently reside in New York. But, uh, so yes, annoyingly the Giants are still in contention. Oh, they're wow. Actually one, they're actually one one away from advancing to the World Series. We're already at the World Series? I hate no, no, this no. game. But if the Giants win one more game, they'll be in the World Series. Got it. Holy cow. That's really crazy. Do we know the other team yet, or no? The other team is the Kansas City Royals, who beat Ned's team. <gasps> and we'll never be Royals. Yes, the team that Lord uh, obsessed about or whatever. Yeah, the song is based on a picture of a Kansas Royals player signing a bunch of baseballs. Right now, it's uh, actually San Francisco's losing. Damn, that's really intense. Well, that's devastating. I'm sorry, Ned. You are a good friend of the week. And everyone at the Orioles are good friends of all the weeks. Yeah, I guess we can make the Orioles good friends of the week. They're good friends, and they always will be. But that is really, that's really devastating. I can't believe we're at the World Series yet. Do you have any idea who's going to be at the Super Bowl because you know sports? Jack. Well, I know Katy Perry is uh, slated to do the halftime show. Ooh, you are speaking my language. Yeah, she is. Um, and I don't know how I feel about it. I guess she'll probably be pretty good. I mean, she's got so, when you think about it, she's got so many popular songs. It's true. That's really all you need for a Super Bowl halftime show. Totally. Like a killer medley. You just need 12 minutes of, like, a bomb medley. And, like, I really didn't care about Bruno Mars' halftime. I actively didn't care so much that I think I cared and hated it. But I think that a lot of people were very impressed with it. What? Yeah, I think they were. I don't even understand Bruno Mars. I feel like he doesn't exist when he's not on stage. Like, I don't know what he does. Does he sleep? Does he eat? Where does he even live? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's he's very... Yeah, right. You don't hear a whole lot of buzz about him. It's true. What do you think Katy Perry's going to open with, and what do you think she's going to close with? I think uh, she's going to uh, close with Firework. I really don't know enough of her work to, to speculate on, on what is the best opener. I've seen your life. iTunes. You're a fucking liar. No, it's not true. Mm, okay. any Katy Perry in my iTunes. Um, not buying it. <laughs> so, Katy Perry doing the halftime show. Turned sure on. She's going to be the only one doing it. Yeah, that's a good question. Is she going to have any sort of... She doesn't do a lot of featured verses. I guess Juicy J could come out for Dark Horse or something. Yeah. But that seems too small time. She, she had said earlier uh, in September that she wouldn't uh, 
be doing the Super Bowl halftime show because now the NFL asks the artists to pay to play. Which is insane. Did you know that? I heard about that when Rihanna was almost going to be the halftime gal. Yeah. So. Which is outrageous. It is crazy. I can't believe they have the gall to do that, and then they still book acts. Yeah, for real. How long have they been doing this? Or was this the first year they were going to do it? This is the first year. Pretty sure this is the first year they do it. And I'm assuming that they had to get rid of it, because it doesn't sound like she would have signed a contract, right? No, I think she signed it and is going to pay. What? Are you serious? Yeah, pretty sure. Ugh, vicious. Yeah, I think that's literally bullshit. I don't even understand like what we're talking about when we ask like, to perform. Like, Do they realize that... like? People are watching the Super Bowl. Some people are watching just for the halftime game. Some people name me, for instance. Yeah, right. Like, you, you're there for the for the commercials and the halftime show. Exactly. So if I'm going for the halftime show, that means I'm seeing the commercials. So, hi. Like, they better want me to watch. But, uh, it's funny. Yeah, the Super Bowl is very... Everyone, everyone watches the Super Bowl. Everyone watches the Super Bowl. It Like, every year, it ends up being, like, the most watched Super Bowl. Like, it feels like it's the opposite of the Oscars. It never goes down. Yeah, the Super Bowl always gets more viewers every year. Every year, that's crazy to me. Every year, it's like the most watched event, like in the world. Very well, true. Well, Rod. Well, Jack. I think this is uh, coming to a close. Do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, you bet I do. Um, wow. Um, I want to thank our producer, Jan Alexander. I want to thank our hair and makeup people. I want to thank um, the writers for the words. I want to thank... Craft services. Um, craft services. You know, the entire crew. Like, you don't see them, but, like, yeah. we could not do this without you. You know what I mean? Um, right. I want to thank the fans. Um, I want to thank the flirts. And yes. most of all, I want to thank you, Jack. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I really want to thank person who's been giving you an enema for the past week. <laughs> the apartment has smelled never better. I want to. Never smelled better. I want to literally slit your throat. Like, so vicious. Michael literally still says I smell. I want to kill him. I think he's brainwashed <laughs> yet. Um, but I do really want to thank everybody who's actually listened to this podcast. A lot more people were interacting with it on a Facebook than I imagined. Yeah, Yes, thank you everybody for like the sharing and the and the clicks and the and the likes and what the whatnot. That's uh, a very a very good good thing to to see and it makes me makes me feel warm inside. Um, I completely agree. It makes this bed feel really, really, really warm. Jack's bed, which I'm currently on. <laughs> so thank you guys. Like we do this mm, for you. Yeah. Should I do an entire podcast once in this voice? Yeah, you should. Mm, I'm going to do that for Sweeps Week. That with. That will be the opposite of what sweeps are meant to do. <laughs> yeah, that'll purge viewers as yeah, opposed pur- to bring them in. Purge week. <laughs> Wait, yeah, purge. we would have so purge. Purge two featuring Rod Bass and Mary. There's already a purge through, so purge three, which is just me on the bed getting more and more people to leave our building. Yeah, and then I'll start simultaneously in panic room. Oh my god, down. Are we make a panic room starring you? Yeah. I'm turned on. Wait, so when do you get back, just for our listeners, and mostly for me? Uh, Tuesday. This Tuesday? Yeah. Oh, so you'll be here for Halloween. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, do you know what you're going to be? We'll discuss next week. I don't know. I have no idea. All I right. need some advice. Maybe people can hit us up on something and give us advice for what we should be. Yeah, definitely. Anyone who's listening in the... Crowdsource. We're going to crowdsource costume ideas. Let's do this. This isn't a fucking game to me. This is real life. Too intense. Hello? Jack? 
Jack? Walk a windy weather day, feel your face blow away, stop and listen, love you.